Star Wars is very much a story of adventure. Luke Skywalker leaves a home he doesn't belong to anymore in order to embrace his destiny and fight against evil and injustice in the galaxy. Obi-Wan Kenobi, while still scarcely more than a Padawan, finds himself taking custodianship of a powerful young boy, only to find them both thrust into the middle of a galactic civil war, where right and wrong, light and dark, become more and more difficult to distinguish. Finn defects from the First Order and stumbles into a new role as an unwilling, unwitting hero of the Resistance. But Star Wars is also a story of heart and love. Leia, in addition to being a fiery, rebellious political figure, finds herself falling for a scruffy-looking smuggler who tempers her steel and hones her sharp edges. Padme, though a planetary and galactic leader who leads a fight against slavery and subjugation, loses her heart to a young pod racer from Tatooine who is destined to one day bring balance to the Force. Rey Skywalker and Ben Solo fight to save the galaxy from its largest threat. And even though they don't have a chance to be together, they develop a connection that allows them to be the best they possibly can. While love stories and romance may be secondary in most Star Wars stories, they are still the beating heart of the galaxy far, far away. Welcome to the Star Wars Book Community Podcast. I'm your host for today, Morgan, otherwise known as Not a Force User on social media. I know that we promised you Star Riz, and I swear that episode will show up someday. We're not quite ready on that one yet, so I hope you'll accept this one in the meantime. Today's episode is going to be a little different. Today, I'm not going to talk about a particular book. I am also not joined by any special guests today. Instead, I'm going to take you on a quick journey through a few different Star Wars books, some of which we have spent a great deal of time with on the podcast, and some we have yet to cover. See, today is February 14th. It's Valentine's Day. And today, we are going to talk about a topic that gets relatively little love in Star Wars. Romance. Romance sometimes seems to be a bit of a dirty word in the literary community. Regardless of their money-making potential, and trust me, there is a ton, as romance novels generate over $1.4 billion in annual revenue, based on recent estimates. Novels with romance as a primary plot feature are often dismissed as trashy or banal. So-called real literature can feature love or sex, but it needs to be nestled into a larger story, and often written by or for men. See, when women write books for women, where love, sex, or even heartbreak take center stage, these books are, at best, discounted as being too lowbrow for serious consideration, or, at worst, considered dangerous. Romance author Maya Rodal discusses the discounting and demonization of the romance genre in her dissertation, Dangerous Books for Girls, The Bad Reputation of Romance Novels Explained, as well as her book by the same name. And she settles on the idea that romance is dismissed from serious literary discourse because it is women, and I quote, writing stories about women who triumph in a world that doesn't want women to triumph, end quote. And honestly, I absolutely buy that. 
the romance genre doesn't really begin until the 18th century, when a number of women you have definitely heard of started writing books that you have definitely heard of, where women actually had a sense of agency. And that was revolutionary precisely because society doesn't want anyone believing that women could have that much self-determination. Fast forward to contemporary romance, where women again are granted agency, either in their public lives or behind closed doors, to pursue their heart's desires. Somehow, hundreds of years later, this still seems like a rather dangerous idea. Are there still some concerns facing the romance genre, especially regarding things like diversity and inclusion? Absolutely. But that's not why they're looked down upon. It's because women are still seen by the literary crew as somehow lesser when they create fictional worlds where they have a chance to fall in love without being reduced. But what about Star Wars? How does all this play into which Star Wars books we do and do not pick up? Well, Star Wars books are quite clearly genre fiction, which, surprise, surprise, is another area of publishing with relatively large mass appeal and relatively low critical opinion from the serious literature community. Can you imagine how a Star Wars romance would stack up? It would be at twice the disadvantage, trying to sell books that pander to women to an audience that the public still seems to think is composed mostly of men. No dice. Though genre fiction, especially franchise or intellectual property genre fiction, and romance are nearly always commercial successes, this does not often translate to critical acclaim or recognition. And the same concept actually applies to films. While film's box office success used to correlate with its likelihood of awards nominations, especially Academy Awards nominations, this no longer seems to be the case. For example, in 1982, 28% of the top 10 grossing films from the previous five years were nominated for Best Picture, Directing, and Leading Actor or Actress Awards. But in 2009, this fell to a low of just 2% on average. And what do popular films in recent years tend to have in common? You guessed it, genre fiction and romantic comedies. These films tend to be among the most popular. And with few notable exceptions, looking at you, Lord of the Rings, they tend to be ignored in the main awards categories, with nominations or wins in writing or technical categories like costuming, makeup, and effects being their primary means of gaining recognition. Looking more directly at Star Wars films and television media, there do tend to be romantic subplots, but these are often subtle and frequently lack in screen time or in physical intimacy. While the latter is often credited to the films and media being intended for family viewing, this didn't prevent the early films from sexualizing female characters. It just wasn't in a way that granted them, you guessed it, agency. Is this yet another example of the societal tendency to allow women to be objects of desire without allowing them to have control over their own desires or destinies? Perhaps. And this is something that we will likely look into more next month in our episode on women in Star Wars. But honestly, it also feels like a way to minimize the appeal to stereotypical female viewers in exchange for allowing the male viewers and creators to be more comfortable avoiding the double handicap of genre film and women's film. Of course, representation in Star Wars, both on screen and behind the scenes, has increased in recent years, and the stories that we receive reflect this, with less shying away from nuanced emotion and social complexity, and doing work to correct the oversights and the harms of the past. But this is the Star Wars book podcast, so let's get back to the book. 
My goal now is to mention some of the Star Wars canon novels that do the best job of bringing romance to the forefront, and then spending just a little bit of time talking about the trends that we see in these novels. That said, none of the Star Wars books on this list will be purely romance books, because those books do not exist under the Star Wars umbrella just yet. Generally, we define pure romance books by saying that removing the romance would leave you with nothing of substance in the book, whereas a genre fiction or literary fiction book with a romance subplot would still have substance and make sense even if the romance was removed. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll jump in. When we talk about romance in Star Wars, even if the romance will always be a subplot, there is no better starting point than Claudia Gray's Lost Stars. In this young adult book, the star-crossed love story between new characters, Sienna Ree and Thane Kyrell, weaves itself masterfully through the main events of the original trilogy. The romance in the book is executed in a way that is both relatively subtle and immensely impactful. These characters' lives interweave in so many ways, allowing readers to watch them fall in and out of love throughout the novel. And we even get a fade-to-black sex scene between our characters, which, if you tuned into our holiday quiz episode and the After Dark Round, you would know is relatively rare in Star Wars books. Of course, there are also some of the typical tropes that you would expect in any YA book with a romance subplot. But... There's also a lot of moral and emotional complexity that establishes the book as a standout Star Wars book. For a more descriptive and perhaps nuanced take on this book, you can take a look at the canon catch-up episode that Dan, Chris, and I did a while ago. Another mainstay of romance in Star Wars that we've already taken a deep dive to, into here on the podcast is Dark Disciple by Christy Golden. This is an adult novel that has come back into prominence since the recent announcement that fan-favorite villain-turned-anti-hero Asajj Ventress will be returning in the final season of The Bad Batch. This story follows as Asajj works with Jedi Quinlan Voss to take out her former master Count Dooku, and the two eventually develop a deeply touching and tender love for each other. One thing this story does incredibly well, and that is common to many Star Wars romance stories, is that it positions the female main character as a powerful woman who has the opportunity to take her destiny into her own hands. Asajj is clearly an absolute powerhouse who would never, ever let a man, even one that she was absolutely besotted with, convince her to be less of who she really is. Speaking of women who are powerhouses, a list of Star Wars romance novels would not be complete without at least one book that features Leia. And Han, I guess. Beth Ravis's adult novel, The Princess and the Scoundrel, tells the story of their honeymoon on the Halcyon. R.I.P. to the Galactic Star Cruiser. Sad I never got a chance to visit. While Han and Leia's relationship is mostly front and center in this novel, I still wouldn't categorize it as a light and fluffy romance. In fact, 
Han and Leia's relationship actually goes through a surprising amount of strain even in its early days. And the adventure in this one makes it a worthwhile read, even for those readers who will continue to insist upon rejecting Star Wars romance. Revis, it's worth noting, also writes an incredible mini-romance into her young adult Rogue One tie-in, Rebel Rising. Jin Erso is a personal favorite of mine, but the romance subplot in this one is quite short-lived, even though it takes its reader through turns of beautiful tenderness and brutality alike. I'd feel remiss if I didn't also mention the Queen's Trilogy by E.K. Johnston, and in particular Queen's Hope, which gives us a glimpse into Anakin and Padme's wedding day, and also Queen's Shadow, which contains a totally unrelated fade to black sex scene between two other characters as well. That said, these are still smaller scenes in what are otherwise very much not romance books, and instead character studies at different times of Padme's life. We'll probably get back to these in our later episode when we talk more about women in Star Wars again. But if you want an actual Star Wars romance, you need look no further than Zoraida Cordova, because Zoraida Cordova has the relatively unique experience in Star Wars publishing of having a background as a romance writer. Not just young adult with a romance subplot, or even romanticy but genuine, honest-to-God romance. And that is very much visible in both her young adult and adult novels. In Young Adult is my personal favorite Star Wars romance, Galaxy's Edge, A Crash of Fate. Izzy Garcia and Jules Rakab, childhood friends who grew up in Batuu, are reunited years later as Izzy, a smuggler, runs into Jules, a farmer, when she returns home on a job. The toothpaste adventure, some hijinks, and their own feelings for each other in a lovely little street-level romp around Black Spire Outpost, featuring a pretty steamy scene that I absolutely adored. Honestly, if you read no other Star Wars romance, you have to read this one. Is it a bit young at times? Sure. But is it also so, so fun? And will it make you care deeply about Izzy and Jules and whether they end up together? Also, absolutely. Jumping over to her adult novel, we finally wake our way to the High Republic with Phase 2's Convergence, which, if I might vastly oversimplify, is essentially a Romeo and Juliet retelling, featuring the heirs of two planets that are not only in a complicated orbital dance, but a complicated political one as well. Warlike Princess Ziri Albaran of Arenel and gentle Fantuzen, heir of Iram, will do anything to prevent war from continuing to ruin their worlds, up to and including agreeing to marrying each other. Even if they don't necessarily like each other at first. Throughout the novel, we watch the heirs navigate a fragile peace as they work to win over the hearts and minds of their people, while trying to sort out their own feelings for each other. Plus, there is a potential secondary romantic subplot between a Jedi and the renegade son of a Chancellor, which is just, mmm, chef's kiss. My final romance recommendation keeps us in the realm of the High Republic with Phase 2's first young adult novel, Justina Ireland and Tessa Grattan's Path of Deceit. Path of Deceit follows Padawan Kev Mozink as he and his master are set to the pastoral world of Dolna follow up on a lead on a stolen force artifact. 
that may have a connection to a missionary group called the Path of the Open Hand. As Kadma digs into the group, he strikes up a connection to Marta Rowe, a favorite on the podcast, and a member whose pure heart appears to be at odds with the dangerous allure of her species. As Kevmo and Marta grow closer and closer, they begin to overcome their differences, such as how Marta believes that the Force should be free and not subject to the whims of Force users like Jedi. Kevmo and Marta's relationship is so sweet and pure, and the thing of Star Wars romance dreams. But can it possibly last? Did you happen to notice anything about the books I mentioned? How about their authors? Unsurprisingly, most Star Wars romances are written by women or non-binary folks. Also unsurprisingly, these Star Wars romances are frequently placed in the young adult category, one that's often skipped by readers who don't know better. Also, many of these stories don't have the seemingly guaranteed happy endings that we would traditionally expect from a romance book. In fact, be warned that some of these romances end up with not-so-happy endings, even bordering on the absolutely devastating ending provided by Rogue One. We already know that Star Wars is to be for everyone. And while these canon Star Wars romances are a wonderful start at including romance readers and romance lovers in the conversation, there's still room for growth. In fact, I have jokingly said before that when I want Star Wars romance, I will often jump into a story based on Star Wars. Okay, mostly Raylo fanfiction. While I haven't made the full leap into online fanfiction, I think that this may currently be the best outlet for Star Wars readers who want more romance in the galaxy far, far away. At least until the official stories begin adapting and changing. And that's it, folks. What did you think of our Star Wars romances? Which are your favorites? Are there any that I missed? Let us know on our social media pages. We can be found at SWBC Podcast on Instagram and threads. And I personally can be found at Not a Force User on most social media outlets as well. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Star Wars Book Community Podcast. And we hope to see you again soon for Legends Library, Canon Catch-Up, and the numerous interviews and specials we have in store for you coming up. And I personally look forward to bringing you more in this mini-series on gender, sex, and sexuality in Star Wars next month, when we take a really special look into the women of Star Wars with some wonderful guests for International Women's Day. Until we meet again, may the Force and the romance be with you. (laughs) 